What's up, y'all? This is Kendra. Hey, y'all. This is Clark. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the Highly Favorite Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> okay, I quit. They quit. have to turn down <laughs> After that, <laughs> outburst. I just want to think I want to do something different one time, but clearly that's not okay. <laughs> What's up, y'all? We back. We're back. What episode is this in? Two? Yeah. Season three, episode two. Wow, now that's for seasons. Plural. I mean, three. we were doing that last year. Come on, three seasons? That's pretty lit. That's kind of cool. Um, How y'all been, man? Well, I mean, we can't hear y'all. Oh, hold on. You asking them like you on IG Live or something. <laughs> They're not going to be able to respond. Y'all just, y'all just answer in your car or at work, wherever you're at. You just answer out loud. But I do care about how you've been, okay? Text me if you want to tell me to respond. Text you. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, but this week this has been an interesting week. What week is it? Hmm? I said, what week is it? I gotta look at my calendar. To Monday see. Uh, was Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's. <laughs> Day. Not with the M. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yep. Yep. It was. Did y'all have a good Valentine's Day? Look at me. Right. Now you asking the question. Y'all have a good Valentine's Day? You know what? I'm going to give my small take on Valentine's Day. Come on. Give it to us. The way I see it is, you know, you got your folks that was like, it's uh, it's capitalism. (laughs) It's just a money grab. I I mean, yes, money grab. All holidays are money grabs. And then you had the people that was like, well, if you're doing these things throughout the year, Valentine's shouldn't matter. <laughs> you're right. It shouldn't matter. That's why if you've been doing. I feel like if you do little stuff throughout the year, a little extra, extra. ain't, ain't going to hurt. hurt. Ain't going to hurt. If you don't usually buy your lady some flowers and you buy some flowers, I feel like if you've been doing stuff, it's, gonna, it's like it hits harder because it's like, oh. Things you, I mean, you usually do stuff anyway, right? I mean, flower things, or you know, your lady send you some money for your for lunch, mm-hmm. you know, some a little extra, right? It ain't got to be all extravagant, mm-hmm. however. Mm-hmm. If your person's love language is receiving gifts, I think you do have to do you extra gotta do a little because yeah. they like getting gifts, and Valentine's Day is about getting gifts, mm-hmm. so I, I feel like this is important if. Valentine's Day is the perfect opportunity to kind of go harder on that person's love language. Yeah. Just do a little extra. Do, so like yeah. I said, if they like gifts, get them a gift. Yeah. If they like quality time, block the schedule off. And like y'all do something at the crib. Mm-hmm. You know, if they like words of affirmation, write a note, a letter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Write a note. <laughs> if they like uh physical touch like do something that y'all are like close to each other doing you know some activity where y'all you know now we on ghosts now y'all doing pottery (laughs) okay (laughs) i just feel like it ain't got to be that big of a deal Mm -hmm. unless you're not doing what you're supposed to do yeah and i will agree that valentine's day does lean harder for women Mm -hmm. i will admit that and i feel like it should be a mutual type of thing like i feel like both people in the relationship yeah yeah, and it ain't even gotta be a surprise like y'all can just sit there and like hey so what you want to do for valentine's day what will make you feel special Mm -hmm. you know on valentine's day and then just do that it ain't 
why waste money doing something that they like mm, this nah, is cool but i ain't really want to do this want to do this right just ask them like listen yeah. us, now we now we dating experts we relationship people. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i also feel like if you and your partner don't want to do anything on valentine's day that's, that's totally perfectly fine, fine. Like, that's totally fine it's up to you y'all want to order out and sit in the crib that's what y'all do that's what makes y'all happy they're also probably quality time people yep so just do a rock for you and i understand people you know do all this stuff on the gram and all that stuff i feel like that's people that really go hard on a gram are the people that potentially don't get that like often because mm-hmm. i really I see that. the the folks i knew you know now i did enjoy the little what what shout out to key uh desmond she said uh <laughs> the pro base oh yeah, uh-huh, yeah i yeah. like that i like that i didn't see who i was it was some new. Look, it was yeah, some new got a little reveal. I like the the relationship reveals, but none of the people I follow. I mean, they hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got an issue. All right, talking your mic. Here we go. Okay, back. We back. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know what that was about, and <laughs> I don't remember where we left off. Um, oh, I'll just close it out. I hope y'all had a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> Us talking oh, about Valentine's probates. Oh, yeah. I like seeing people who's in relationships. Obviously, y'all can tell when we were recording this because we're talking about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, surprise. <laughs> this isn't, you know, current. <laughs> when you're hearing this, <laughs> a few weeks back. A week back. It won't be too long, but yeah, it'll, it'll be. A, I surprisingly only long. had uh, one couple on valentine's day but i also don't i didn't really promote massages for valentine's day because uh if y'all don't know i'm trying to get away from doing just strictly relaxation massages like i want to actually work to help people and their dysfunctions yeah so i don't want you to just feel good like now i need you you're gonna feel good but also let's address your issues let's Mm -hmm. fix the issues so I don't really go hard for Valentine's Day, and plus since it's just me, I can't really do couples massages. All right, because like you gotta I had, do it back to back, basically. Yeah, and people be wanna um, people want them at the same time, which I understand, but right. I only work for myself. The massage therapist I usually work with, she's currently not able to massage, and I'm not gonna just go out and just find somebody. Yeah. Like I trust her because she's a good massage therapist, right? And I, you know, it's it's money that you know I'm setting up. And she cool with working with me. Mm-hmm. It was like a good little setup. But I'm not just going, I'm not going to try to do auditions for a new. <laughs> no auditions. <laughs> for a new not massage a show. Yeah, so I, I don't really care that much. No offense, but I don't really care that much to be yeah. doing couples massages like that. Well, that's real. I mean, stay in your, your niche. Yeah. All right, bet. Well, that's a little mini week recap for, for us, for y'all. Okay, whatever. Um. Oh, dang. I guess, oh. Mm. Yeah, I ain't got none. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, moving on. All right, y'all. So today's episode is going to be about the infamous A word, accountability. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, it should have been like, dun, dun, dun. It should have been like a deep one. Come oh. on, you a movie critic, you know this. 
Okay. Okay. You know what? (laughs) All right. We're gonna we're gonna start off with something new. Okay. We're gonna introduce a little a new little component. I'll say. I was gonna say segment, but I think (laughs) component is more accurate. Yeah. So um, we'll start off with the scripture, and that'll just kind of be the foundation of you know the conversation and. We just pray that the Holy Spirit speaks to you however um, he sees fit and that y'all get what y'all need out of this episode, basically. All right, so the scripture we are coming with today is 1 Corinthians 12, verses 26 through 27. When you uh, find it, say amen. If you don't have it, say wait. All right, all right, I'm going to get to it. I'm still flipping. Okay. <laughs> if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And so we just thought that scripture was very fitting, obviously. Um, do you want to go into it now, or do you kind of want to just wait till we get into it a little bit more? Um, this is new for us. Let's let's try either or. Let's let's dive into it right now. Okay, bet. Um, so I'm gonna read it one more time just so it's fresh on my mind. Okay. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Hmm. So, what do you think stands out to you the most about that scripture? Um, I feel like it's like a collective effort type of situation. Mm-hmm. It's like if you know, if it's a dub for everybody as a collective like as the body of christ we also all play a part in getting the dub Mm -hmm. but also if some need a little help it's in our benefit of the body of christ to like help in ways that we can Mm -hmm. i feel like the, the key thing is like in a loving way yeah um well you got something else to say no that was it um i just thought about how like this is not a singular effort, right? Like, yes, we all have to play our part, but we are all on one team, you know? And so I think a lot of the times in the households we grow up in and, you know, when we're playing sports or whatever, whether it's a team or individual sport, we kind of learn to excel, basically. And, like, everybody want to be the best, I feel like. Everybody can't be the best. But, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, when you're a Christian... It's not about you and you trying to be the best. Like, obviously, you want to be, you want to, you know, be the best version of yourself that God has called you to be, right? Like, I'm not saying just don't try in life. But, again, it's not about you and it's about, like, the whole, like the church as a whole, like, the body of Christ as a whole. So, you can't just think about, okay, well, how can I um, do X, Y, and Z? We got to think about our teammates, too. And I think... Now that I'm thinking about it, that is probably what used to blow me the most when I was, like, playing basketball and stuff. Like, we had this one player in particular that was just, like, all about her, all about her. And it's like, okay, you good. Yeah, you the point guard. But, girl, like, you can't do all of this on your own. If you don't learn how to work with your teammates. Especially not being a point guard. To get Exactly. To get the <laughs> to get the win, then we just going to be out here getting nails every week. <laughs> right. So. Which I think is interesting that you use sports or, like, anything successful. If people realize the reason why people win collectively is because everyone 
accepts the role mm-hmm. and plays and it to plays the best ability. Well. Yep. All the teams that do well is because you got the guy that rebounds. Yep. You got the score. Mm-hmm. The point guard plays the point guard yep. and distributes like they're supposed to. Yep. Everybody comes in and plays Play their part. Yeah. It get out of line when folks trying to play parts that's not theirs mm-hmm. or they don't come to play and do what they're supposed to do. Facts. You could think of like businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of successful people have a team around them. Right. If it's not for that team, that person wouldn't be able to be in the forefront and be as successful as they are. Mm-hmm. So if you really think about it, success comes when everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yep. Yes. And not worried about the individual, but concerned about the collective goal, mm-hmm. which is advancing the kingdom. Exactly. God. So, yeah, um, we just thought that scripture was super fitting. We might reference it throughout the rest of the episode, but Today we'll kind of break it down into three, like, sections, if you will. Um, So we'll go through personal accountability. We'll go through accountability within your community around you. And then accountability within the body of Christ as a whole. So let's get into personal accountability. What are some things that you do that to hold yourself accountable? Mm, not much. <laughs> <laughs> get out. <laughs> Not much, not much, not much. <laughs> not much, not much. <laughs> nah, uh, I, uh, that's something I'm working on. Mm. Like, uh, I guess following through what I tell myself to do. To do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like holding myself. I'm not, now, I ain't wild with it. Like, I'm not just completely not doing things I don't I need to be doing I think it's more so doing the necessary things to like elevate on a consistent basis but I do feel like um me go I think one of the biggest things I've done as far as accountability wise is me deciding to go to therapy okay and like stepping back and analyzing how I was interacting with people and how I kind of talked to myself, like self-talk and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I kind of talked about it last episode as far as like all the things I kind of discovered about myself Mm -hmm. over this last year, specifically like the last six months. And so now... I'm having to hold myself accountable in a different type of way because now I understand the lack of accountability is going to be, um, how can I say that? Like, it's not going to be beneficial. Like, I feel like it, more consequences are going to happen if I don't hold myself accountable because I know more. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, it, once you realize stuff and you don't, like, adjust and do better, yeah. it's like... All right, now you now you're held responsible yeah. for knowing and not doing and better. not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, so facts. I feel like now, specifically, is like doing what I need to do day to day. Cause like today, I do nothing. Mm. I sat in the bed. <laughs> I did like a few things. Like I I had some people to book appointments and stuff with me. But as far as like I was supposed to do some content planning today, mm-hmm. didn't do that. Um, I meant to do some little household stuff. 
I told you I was going to go to the coffee shop. Didn't mm-hmm. do that. I fake thought about going to the gym. I was like, oh, girl, you tripping. You're not going to do that. <laughs> but it's like. Not you talking yourself out of it. <laughs> I'm like, I got to. But I, there are things that I'm not doing as far as, like, taking my vitamins and eating, like, eating. Girl, yeah. I just thought about how I definitely ordered them vitamins and have not taken them yet. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like little stuff like that that's like stopping me from being able to do stuff. I'm not really like doing it. And so me trying to figure out, I told myself I was going to like stop fighting myself, but like figure out, okay, Clark, what actually works for you? Mm-hmm. So me figuring out, okay, what works for me and actually implementing that. Usually if I figure out what works for me, I do a pretty good job of like, okay, sticking to it, but it be that whole tussle of trying to figure out what works mm-hmm. and actually trying to think about my my tendencies and how I can like help myself mm-hmm. even having those tendencies. So like self-accountability is tough. I think I do better with uh, like community accountability mm-hmm. than I do like myself. Like, if I tell somebody, like, yeah. if I tell somebody something, it's because I really actually want to do it. Yeah. And so I need that external, like, accountability yeah. to kind of be yeah. on my head. Motivation. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to be like that. But it's like, all right, fam. If that's how we got to start off. Yeah. That's what it's going to work, you know. Then that's how we're going to have to start off. And then mm-hmm. from there, you're just going to have to build that discipline to be able to keep doing it day to day and being consistent. Yeah. That's real. I feel like, I mean, you got to do what works best for you at the end of the day. So, like you said, if you got to start off with, like, community accountability, then cool, do that till you feel like, all right, well, I think I got this, you know. I feel like, uh, especially in the society we in today, I hate to always say that, but the world really be wilding. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. The world is already going to contradict yeah, the kingdom. The, what the Bible say. Yeah, so it's, we always going to be in that tussle. Like, all right, y'all kind of wild. But yeah, like, I feel like society will try to tell you, you know, whether it's like through TikTok, looking at people's daily routines and all this other stuff, like, they'll try to make you think people are so disciplined. But it's That's like, true. That's a daily choice to be Facts. consistent. And I'm not saying, you know, these people lying. It might be some people that's out here faking it, whatever. But some people may be being authentic. However, I think you just got to do what works best for you. And, like, not try to hold yourself to somebody else's standards or whatever. You know? Facts, so, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, that's real. I think um, some practical things I do to keep myself accountable are creating lists, like to-do lists okay. at the beginning of the day. So at work, especially, I have to do that because we be working on multiple projects at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I don't have a list of things um, like that I need to complete within my team, it's not going to get done. First of all, if I don't write stuff down, I'm going to forget. That's that's the yeah, kind of like there. that too. <laughs> so if it's not written down, it's not gonna get done. But yeah, I definitely have to uh, have to make lists so I can know what I'm doing. And if it's on that list, it gotta get done. I also been using my little well, I didn't use it this week, but my little weekly calendar. See, I wish me writing stuff down and making lists worked. Yeah, I write. I I got a big board in my room. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm looking at it. And I'll just, I'll look at it and it'll kind of be a reminder of like the things that I haven't done today. And it's like, dang, Clark, you're supposed to do all this. So that is discouraging. It ends up being discouraging. Um, if I don't do it, like I try, I, at one point I had too much stuff on the board. So I reduced it down to like three things, but then it didn't, that's, I still, I try to give myself grace and realize like right now, physically my body isn't how it usually is Mm -hmm. like with my chronic fatigue i'm going through a flare-up right now so i have to just work with what i can Mm -hmm. but realize like all right you didn't do this today so let's try to maybe do that tomorrow Mm -hmm. and just kind of go from there yeah all right but it it, was like you gotta get done at some point it don't don't work (laughs) Joke. <laughs> I think another thing that's helped me is doing things in the moment. Oh, so okay, okay. And you kind of fake taught me like put yourself on the time limit for certain things, you know. So sometimes I'll try to do that. But at work, usually, like I said, I had a to do list or whatever. And then like if I gotta write a story or something or whatever it is, I might like give myself an hour or whatever. Okay, but okay. I like intentionally block that time off so I could do it. Got you. Um but yeah, like all right, work a little different, but maybe like if it's a a thing at home, like I don't know, washing the dishes or something. Instead of being like, I'll get to it, I'll just try to hurry up and knock it out so that oh, okay. way I don't even have to worry about it no okay, more. Okay, okay. So just been trying to do that more often to to help because, like you said, it's easy to just kind of like put things off and be like, eh, well, I can do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But and I mean, it's always gonna be things that we can push back. You know, we gonna it's gonna happen. Right, right, right. At just trying try to, to do, do it, it as much. Yeah, you know? yeah. Try to do what you can at the time Facts. that you can do it because something's always gonna come up the next day that may stop you mm-hmm. from being able to do it. And I kind of learned that like the. The, I won't say the bad way, but like it's been situations where I should have did something that day, yeah. And then something came up the next day, and it's like, shoot, I should have <laughs> did, did that did already. This. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. I I don't think I ever really really. Oh, actually, I did. Accountability and self discipline go like hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's and and self discipline is something that ah, it's a it's an area that could use some some improvement <laughs> for sure we all can i feel like we can never like stop improving in that area so you just gotta work at it i feel like we all do um another thing that jesus reminded me of last year is that like i will always pray like make me more like jesus that's uh, a wild prayer it is but then one day I realized, this might have been like a year ago today, I was like, me and the homeboy had got into it <laughs> because I told him I was going to do something, and I did it, just not exactly in the time frame that I said I was going to do it okay, in. Okay, okay. And he like real big about keeping your word and all of that stuff. Okay, And okay. I didn't really, I'm not going to say I didn't see the big deal at first, but it was just like, bro, you're doing a lot, mm-hmm. right? But then God had to really show me like, all right, if you want to be like me, then you got to keep your word because I keep my word. Whatever I say, it don't come back null or void. Like, <laughs> so Boop. if you want to be like me, then either you do what you say or don't say, say nothing. Don't commit yeah. to it. You know what I'm saying? So 
that's definitely something that like also will keep me in check. Um, but through that experience, I also learned that you have to be like, you just have to communicate well with people because like, if you have other stuff going, like, if, like if that situation happened again, he asked me to do something like I, I told him, I was like, yo, I'm busy. I'll probably get to it like Wednesday or something. But if I would have probably just effectively communicated, uh, you know, a little bit more and be like, hey, like I have X, Y, Z, you know, I don't know if I can commit to this right now, but maybe if you send it to me, I can skim through it or something. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe if I would have gave him a little more and not put like that definite expectation on it, like, oh, well, yeah, it's going to be done by Wednesday. Right. Uh, then I wouldn't have let him down. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So like that also taught me. Listen, when you do uh, commit to things, you got to just be clear and make sure everybody's expectations is on the same page because then he also, he wanted it like Wednesday morning. I was thinking Wednesday, you know, that means the end, end of the, the day. day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before that clock hit right. zero to one, two, zero, zero. Exactly. So, you know, that was also, that was another miscommunication. Right, I'm right, like, bro, right, chill right. out. Because he had texted me at like, Nah, I was like, oh, he bright and early. He didn't hold know. on, wait, man, wait, hold wait. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm weak. So yeah, that's a that's another key. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like we're gonna always have to work on improving our personal accountability. But yeah, all right, we're gonna. I don't think that's all I had on that one. Same. Okay, bet. All right, accountability with the community around you what's your thoughts on that um or what does that look like for you well you already kind of touched on it but maybe just briefly tell us again i feel like um in our faith like the concept of like uh, accountability partner is kind of like a a thing mm-hmm. you know I, I it's almost cliche i feel like now. that's what i said i i, I was what I was gonna say was it's kind of trendy, mm-hmm. and like in our in our community of like having a accountability partner or like doing small groups. Y'all can't see me, but I'm doing quotations. <laughs> <laughs> doing small groups to like have a small community around you to kind of you know keep you in prayer. I personally feel like um, accountability pro- uh, partners. Okay, let me not say this is not the end all be all, but I like the concept of a accountability partner being developed organically. Mm-hmm. So like this is a Christian friend that y'all, you know, y- like y'all naturally like talk a lot and y'all, you know, discuss a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at that point, it's like, okay, if you have that vulnerability with that person and you've seen how they handle situations mm-hmm. and you like, okay granted they ain't gonna be perfect but it's like all right oh okay they 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 said they was gonna pray first yeah they was talking about this situation and they found scriptures they went to go talk to somebody i'm okay i like how they handle situations right okay then you can like let them know i now i do feel like you know unlike uh the world or you know what's understood ain't gotta be explained (laughs) type energy i do feel like if you want somebody to be your accountability partner you should tell them you, like, hey, yeah. you know, I I need somebody to help me in this area. And just because somebody's an accountability partner for you in one area, don't mean they gotta be for every area. Mm-hmm. Like, if you got a partner that's 
you rocking as far as like uh sexual tent uh like temptation, temptation. and all that mm-hmm. they ain't got to be the same person you talk to about fitness stuff right right like they could be different people i think another thing to know is you don't need to have an accountability partner if y'all struggling with the same thing. Yeah, they need that's to be not somebody. Work. And that's why, that's why I'm like high key. It may need to, you may need to have different people for different stuff. Yep. Like if I know they be on a fitness stuff and they really good with nutrition, and I know I have a tendency to like emotionally eat. All right, let me let me mm, link up with with, with homie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let him know what's going on. If now with sexual stuff, I feel like that should kind of be like same sex yes just to be just to be safe just you know not to say that it can't but i just think it should be same you know talking about just avoid anything just you know keep everybody pure yeah you know whoever and plus men and women as far as like sexual stuff we think and maneuver differently Differently. Mm -hmm. so i'm i can't really tell my homeboy but because y'all urges and stuff is urges <laughs> my pastor y'all, used that word on sunday because he was talking about sex and stuff it's always like, urges well, go ahead. yo your tendencies and how you move and how your body is built how god made you mm-hmm. ain't the way that women are built so i don't think i really need to be speaking in your life concerning that manner yeah we, don't need uh, we can that. talk business <laughs> or you know something facts, else facts. but let me talk to my homegirl mm-hmm. about you know the celibacy journey or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think when it comes to sex, it definitely should be, or sexual temptation, your accountability partner definitely needs to be somebody else. Yes. Sex. Other stuff, I've, uh, I yeah. haven't seen a Toss problem up, with. Yeah. Uh, personally, but yeah, when it comes to sexual temptation, it for sure needs to be same sex. Now, I do, well, I will say, I feel like um, sexual sin, I do feel like that's a accountability like area that i feel like we all should have one mm-hmm. like we everyone should have somebody that they can talk about that type of stuff with even if you're married yes because i feel like that let's be honest i feel like sexual sin is kind of like it's it's high on the list of like mm-hmm. you easily can be tempted by sex it. for the most part some people they that that's not something that they deal with you know what I'm saying but majority i you know i don't have no facts and figures in front of my face <laughs> But I figure that majority deals with sexual sin the most. Facts. Yeah. And I feel like that's a, a large area that the devil would prefer us to be solo with. Because if I if I go do something, I don't tell nobody, it can happen again. Mm-hmm. And no one, ain't nobody going to know. Mm-hmm. And then now you, you're ashamed. Oh, now you're falling in the guilt and condemnation. Out. I can't come back to the church or, you know. I can't share this with nobody because they're going to think, like, wow, you was doing this for so long. I can't, you know, I'm too far gone. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of, that area is a big area that the devil really be trying to play us on. Okay. And it's like, oh, no. If you reveal that, what you going to do? I didn't yeah. tell somebody. Now yeah. I got somebody to keep me accountable. Exactly. You can't keep me hid at this point. <laughs> <laughs> isolate me <All> right <laughs> like an abusive boyfriend <laughs> relax <laughs> i think on the other side if you are the accountability that's the strong one in that area um how do i want to word this 
you going with this? What you finna say? What you finna say? <laughs> I had it in my head and I lost my train of thought. But um, you can't be afraid to like tell people the truth with grace, of course. You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of the times Facts. people, somebody was just talking to, uh, about this at Lit last night. Like, if you are naturally an enabler, mm-hmm. you just like kind of want to people please in a sense and give people things so that, you know, they are uh, like good and comfortable. Okay. Then you might not be the best accountability partner. That's <laughs> um, real. But, you know, sometimes people just don't want to hurt their friends' feelings yeah. or, you know, uh, whatever it is. But it's like, nah, that is not about that. Like, we here to get a job done. We on assignment. So we can't be playing around. But like I said, it has to be grace and truth. It can't be one about one without the other. So obviously you want to be transparent and you want to be honest with them and let them know like, hey, I see you slipping up in this area and maybe this is why or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to do it in a loving manner. But, I mean, the point of accountability is to correct. And if you are on the receiving end of that, you can't get pissed because somebody is correcting you either like you ask Very for accountability true. you have to be willing to accept it and i think sometimes won't be yeah people don't be true wanna, and people won't share facts. certain stuff because they already know that's something they weren't supposed to be doing anyway yep. and so they won't share yeah so it's like really when you have accountability partners you have to be in a place where you are very vulnerable you know so and that's hard for a lot of people if you didn't like grow up that way or if you don't just have like that natural tendency to want to be vulnerable but it's literally not going to work if you aren't fully transparent and vulnerable with your accountability partner. So Very true. And I do feel mind. like um it is a good idea if somebody presents either either in if you feel like you want to ask somebody to be your accountability partner or if somebody has asked you to be the accountability partner, I think it's important that you pray and like really think like, I they they want me to be. Am I like in a position to be somebody accountability partner? Because mm-hmm. to a certain extent, you have to be like available for right. them. Like if they going through something, I know I keep going back to sexual sin, but let's say y'all I feel like it's the up. most common. Yeah, yeah. Let's say y'all come up with agreement that like hey if you feel like you want to since we're women we'll just talk about things that ladies do if you feel like you want to text old buddy mm-hmm. that you used to have relations with text me instead All or right. if she texts you at 1 a.m i mean granted you know i ain't saying you gotta be up up but just know like hey if you wake up and she texts you hey you gotta tap in you, you gotta, gotta see like hey exactly. you good like what's going on like you all right yeah you know, I don't want to. It's kind of like a sponsor type situation. <laughs> like, on now we're on, on Euphoria. <laughs> it's like, but I mean, it's a. I, I feel like. Uh, well, for me personally, I I take um, accountability partnerships very seriously because mm-hmm. it's like I'm in that person's life to hold them accountable. God can hold me accountable for not holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. It's like you supposed to be there to help your brother or sister in Christ. You're not doing your job because what? Facts. Because you caught up in what you don't need to be doing. Mm-mm. And then if you start living like that, let's go back to the scripture. We're all a part of one body. So it's like, girl, practically, if your toe, <laughs> you know, like get infected or something, 
Okay, it's only gonna last so long if you don't do nothing about right. it. Then all your other right. toes gonna get yeah, infected, you, and your you, foot. Uh-huh. Now you gotta cut your foot off. Now, now you walking around here on crutches. <laughs> right. Now you got a limp for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. So it's just like, man, go ahead and address that area so you can nip it in the bud and move on. I think that also kind of speaks to. Um, you kind of alluded to it earlier about when you said if you would have communicated better with your friend and let them know like hey uh um knowing like how you are like being aware mm-hmm. of if something's too much for you yep. and being like honest with yourself and yep. being like uh i don't have the capacity for this or i'm not in a position to like receive correction because mm-hmm. i mean that's like that's like a that's the thing i, I feel like we don't naturally have the desire or like the setup to mm-hmm. even receive correction yeah. without taking it personally because yep. i definitely had to learn that especially growing up with my dad like mm. my dad is definitely one of those you know don't worry about how i'm saying it which i think i've said this before i think i said this back in like episode one wow not me referring to <laughs> two episodes <laughs> or two seasons <laughs> two ago, seasons ago. <laughs> um my dad is very much of a don't pay attention to how I'm saying it. Like, listen to what I'm saying. And so, like, trying to learn how to, like, take things as they are. Take the correction. Like, really understand the correction isn't for to, like, hurt your feelings or harm you. It's to make you feel, like, make you better. Make you better. Yep. That's and that's going to usually require some kind of discomfort or pain. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's just how we build. That's we don't learn. Pain. Unless there's some kind of um, discomfort or pain. Facts. Uh, And it's inevitable, like you said. Um, You said something that made me think about, like, us overcommitting. Like, what you said about being self-aware, that's very important. Um, (laughs) Why you looking like that? Girl, my energy level is starting to do. (laughs) Not too fizzing out. (laughs) Y'all, if I get quiet, it's because, or if I sound like y'all be thinking like, what this girl saying? It's because usually I can think about what I'm going to say before I say it. But like when my energy level go down, I just be talking like at the same time while I'm thinking it. So it's like, girl, you sound crazy. So forgive me. Yeah, love. Uh, extend your hand in prayer. Thanks. Uh, I think the main thing that we can take away from that is you have to be self-aware. Like you can't be out here trying to sugarcoat things and like, oh, well, it's not that bad. Nope, it is. Let's be honest. You know, you got to be honest with yourself. And I think mm-hmm. if you have a solid community around you, they'll call you out on that too. You know what I'm saying? Again, in a loving way, but. It's got to be done or you only going to hurt the body. Yep. And that's why I feel like it's important that y'all have like actual relationship because kind of dipping my toe into the next little sector. Let's go. Um, I feel like I won't say. Uh, yeah, I'll say in recent times, especially on more specifically on social media, it's been like a lot of like calling out of like other people in the christian community mm-hmm. and i just feel like like accountability has to be done in love and if you don't have relationship with that person like you can't account let's think about it if a random person tell me 
something that I need to improve. My initial reaction is going to probably be like, you don't know me. Right. What are you talking to? Why are you telling me this? Why are you, why are you telling me this? And whatever they saying may or may not be true, but it's like, why are you telling me this? Like, I'm not going I'm to, not gonna be able to receive, receive what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody like you who says it, it's like, oh, you, we have actual relationship. Mm-hmm. You do life with me. I'm going to be like, dang, okay. All right. Maybe I do need to like <laughs> see what's going on, see what she's talking about. Right, right. And I feel like social media has allowed people to like call people out. And this is done in the culture too. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. Cancel culture, yeah. It's like you don't even have a relationship with this person to even make an impactful correction. It's like now you Facts. just type in on a keyboard. That's it. How is that beneficial? And especially yeah. in, I feel like in the body of Christ is like we, the way we correct people should not look like the world. Mm-mm. We should, it shouldn't look the same way. Facts. We are called to be set apart. Yet we see the same people that canceling, uh, dang, I don't want to call names, but like, <laughs> C- canceling the, the, the same people that be on Twitter and Instagram canceling these rappers and singers and stuff. They be, if not the same ones, they be calling Christian leaders out in the same manner. And it's like, again, like Clark said, if you don't have a relationship with these people, you you can't call that out. Basically, all you can do is pray that they are seeking wise counsel, that they are. Um, that they have community and accountability around them to be able to pour into them. And if they're, you know, maybe doing something that is not, uh, I don't want to say it's wrong. Cause that's not always the case, but I mean, you know, whether it's wrong or unnecessary or whatever, um, term you want to use. Cause it kind of just depends on the situation. You, as a as a random person that don't know that person, right. you gotta just be like, you know what? I'm gonna pray for that man or that woman, and that should be it. You shouldn't be on the social media social like bad media. mouthing yeah. them or even saying things that could be misconstrued mm-hmm. or like you know perceived a certain way. Because for Christians, people already be ready to say something wild about us, anyways. So it's like, Thanks. oh, now you you finna get on your platform and air out dirty laundry, quote unquote. And hey, then wow. you may not even be speaking correctly. Correctly. You may Which, not even know what's going on. You speaking out of turn. Yeah, because nine times out of ten, if you don't know that person, then you are uh speaking incorrectly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, we can <laughs> we ain't gotta say the name, but we'll be seeing people call other leaders false prophets and whatnot and it's like how how are these people false prophets right now granted don't get me wrong we're not saying that there aren't false prophets out there but in a particular situation that comes to mind just because these people doing something that you don't like (laughs) does not mean that they're a false prophet like either Stop saying stuff that'll lead people further away from Jesus. Right. It's like, I feel like in those situations, you have to really think about, like, is this going to harm or help the body? Like, is it more beneficial for me to say something? Or shut up. (laughs) It's just like social media, I feel like just 
it just allows people to speak on things that they don't need to be speaking on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the part that also blows me, which is, I mean, it's, it's pretty irrelevant, honestly. But if these people were in the same people that they're calling out, if they were in their faces, the energy would not be the same. Would not. And I, I think also you can speak on things and educate people about stuff without specifically calling people out in the mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want to have that one-on-one conversation, reach out to them. Like if that's something that you really want to do, reach out. And it, I mean, I would say if they are men and women of Christ, they probably have already had people speak to them about things. Yeah. And if it didn't, then we, you know, because there was a a particular person that came out and they was doing all kind of wild, you know, uh, sexual sin type stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's like they was doing this for years and they was never checked. It's like, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's that's truly unfortunate. So I do understand that there are instances where things need to be said. But I think we have to make sure that we're using the help of the Holy Spirit to help us figure out, okay, how do we need to maneuver Mm -hmm. to be most impactful? Yeah, that's real. I think another part of that is as Christians, we have to be willing to correct people that we know are um, spreading lies, essentially, right? So if I see somebody... uh, call out somebody for being a false prophet. And I know for a fact that person is not a false prophet. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's on us to be like, nah, that's not true. Like, don't just be out here letting people say anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying you got to be on Twitter going back and forth with everybody, with every person, because I don't do that, right? Right, right. But, like, if it's somebody that I personally know, like, right. because... Bro, I got to just use the example. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. When Mike Todd did that whole spitting thing and <laughs> when the, the spit hit the fan <laughs> and the country was up in arms, it was mo- like I had that conversation multiple times with Clark and with like a few uh, group chats and stuff. And so one particular group of friends that was trying to have a conversation, they was like, well, yeah, Mike Todd, he just be wanting attention and da 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 da, da. and I had to call him out like, no, that let's not let's not go there. That's not what we doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we kind of just broke down how, you know, Mike Todd's personality is charismatic and he's a very dynamic preacher, right? right and he's gonna right. use illustrations to get his point across, right? right? And so, you know, we kind of talk about things, and I again like did it in a loving way, was not combative at all. But after I said my piece, they were like, okay, you know, I understand what you're saying or whatever. And then after they realized, like, oh, he actually apologized and all of this. Okay, cool. You know, everything is good. But I feel like if I would have never said nothing, then maybe that person would have been just saying another conversation Exactly. Would have just been talking about that. Yeah, just. And it's like, you never know how. That's it's gonna impact people. So it's like, nah, let's let's kill this right, right now. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And just where is my question in those type of situations is like, where's the grace? 
I feel like, honestly. Where that? Where that? Where that? Where that? Because I, I do feel like people don't really fully understand grace. Yeah. Until you. Because speaking of Mike Todd, his Grace Like a Flood oh, yeah. series is one of the first series I had listened to about grace mm-hmm. and really like, I feel like understood like the heaviness of like the grace that God gives yeah, us and like what that really means mm-hmm. and like how we should implement that into how we interact with people. Oh, facts. Yeah. Um, it makes me think, well, I don't have to share that. Not Never the nose grab. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, grace, I feel like is essentially the whole message of the Bible or like one of the biggest themes of the Bible. And it is very ironic that most Christians can't like grasp that concept. They just, when stuff uh, or people that they don't agree with say something or do something that they don't necessarily agree with, it's like, oh, grace just goes out the window. Like they, that, that concept is foreign. I would not be speaking a foreign language. No, the, apply grace in the situation. Yeah. Like you still have to give grace to people because God gives you grace every day. Yeah. And I think uh, uh, also people underestimate the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like true. you can literally be praying for somebody, even if they don't, if, even if they in a wrong. Yep. Your Stop greatest it. weapon is praying for that person. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I feel like if uh, more people did that, I'm sure the Holy Spirit would have a few things to, to tell you <laughs> while you're up there trying to pray for this person. Right, exactly. I'm sure you get some revelation. Yeah, nah, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> y'all, y'all just seen this movement Kendra just did? I'm joking, but nah, that's that's real. I think, like you said, moving forward, we just have to be mindful of our words, how we communicate with people, um, and when we are either either if we're um, man, I'm tired. Uh, uh, accountability. accountability. Yes, accountability. All right, we can't both be powering down. <laughs> it's been a long day. Anywho, when you are somebody's accountability partner or if you're seeking accountability, then I think it's important for you to be vulnerable. Both sides have to be vulnerable, have to be transparent, and you can't be afraid to give and uh, receive correction. And I think as long as we do it in grace and truth, then we're doing what God is calling us to do. So that's my I agree. And Haiki, if you feel like you have an issue with receiving correction, you might want to go see your local therapist. Yeah, facts. Because that, um, I know for me in identifying areas I could do better with being accountable with myself, Therapy actually helped me realize, like, oh nah, shorty, like <laughs> you gotta you gotta do a little better with that. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't know, or if you do know and you don't have the tools, it's like that's another reason why I ended up going to therapy. Cause I, yeah, self awareness is great, mm-hmm. but then also you need the tools to like practically 
do better. Do better. In life. Like if I'm in this mm-hmm. area, if I'm feeling somebody trying to correct me, and I'm getting hot and want to snap off, it's like, well, hold on. Let's break down, you know, get to the root of why you can't receive correction mm-hmm. and be able to actually listen to what they're saying. Or if you need be able to communicate how you feeling in the correction, like all those type of things will help therapy will help you identify those things in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we may be able to identify them later or whatever, but like you got to do it in game speed. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, Reviewing the film is great, yeah. But you also got to be able to perform at game time. At game time, yeah. I was literally just telling somebody this yesterday, uh, because I was trying to tell them, like, you know, I think if you saw it, a therapist, then you know, <laughs> you to laugh. <laughs> you know, you are you're doing a good job at processing your emotions and working through things you know but you could do it a little quicker yeah. if you saw there yeah yeah and i feel like people who are either natural well people who are a little bit more introspective i feel like they that's where they kind of be trying to play that i'm self-aware i know what's going on i know what areas i need to work on Okay, well, uh, if y'all y'all can't see me, but I'm doing a robot. No. <laughs> Why you ain't like you still making the same mistakes? You need that person that's a third party person. Yep, that's trained to give you practical tools. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. Facts, 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 facts. I was literally trying to convince a coworker today to go to therapy. Same man. He was basically like. Uh, what what he was saying? We all we didn't heard it all. Nah, I mean you know the typical men spiel. Uh, he was like, I mean I don't think I need therapy. You know, I mean I handle situations pretty well. Blah, blah, like you know that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> and so he said, convince me. Why should I go to therapy? So I just told him about some personal experiences and stuff. But I was like, I'm not gonna beg you to go to therapy. I mean, right? You know, I hope you it's get for y'all. It's for at the end of the day, it's for your own benefit. Facts. And so I was like, you know, I hope that you end up going. But I always pull out the, especially with men, I always pull out the, you know, you go to the gym, you work out, you can lift 200 on the squat. You're <laughs> not gonna say, ah, I can lift pretty good. I'm good. I'll stop. No, you gonna. Up the ante. Mm. So just because you can handle situations pretty good now, I'm sure there are areas in situations that you you realize, ah, I probably could have handled that better. Mm -hmm. That's the point of therapy. Okay? And it's not a lifetime sentence. Right. Okay? We're not telling you that you got to commit to it forever. And I told him, I was like, start off with once a month. You yeah. can go once every two months if you feel like you're truly, you know, like whatever. Just try it, though. Like, don't say... Oh, I don't need it. Not be willing to try it either. You right. know what I'm saying? I truly feel like if somebody, if more, because I feel like it's dudes, especially. You don't hear too Absolutely. many women say that. Like, it's oh, definitely dudes. Even if a woman will say, "I don't need therapy," she'll be more willing to try, try. It than a man. Yeah. Dudes yeah. be like, "Man, I don't need therapy." Okay, well, just go try it. No, nah, I'm not doing that for what. Bro, just try it. Like, what you yeah. scared? <laughs> yes, they're scared. So. It requires you don't get what you need out of therapy if you're not willing to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And dudes don't, you know, they not in a space to where they get to practice that a lot. And that's yeah. why going forward, you know, in the application for the so the mate, my life mate, 
I'm gonna ask you, have you been to have therapy? You been to what, therapy? What's your take on therapy? Yeah, we um we have to talk offline, but yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> For sure. Now y'all already should know. We're gonna always circle back to therapy. We need to get them sweatshirts from uh, from the Perry's that say oh, Jesus yeah. and therapy. Jesus therapy yep. We need to go and get them. We do need to get that for real. For real, for real. But yeah, y'all. <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be closing that out, huh? Mm-hmm. When closing, uh Kendra kinda already closed it out. But uh accountability, self awareness, self discipline, like these are all things that are necessary for us to to really live this life out with jesus yeah like it, it, we need that you know what i'm saying and jesus dang we didn't even hit on this earlier but jesus knew the disciples would need each other when he absolutely left. you know what i'm saying absolutely. so that's why he had 12 disciples like he knew that they would need Shoot, a community even jesus had an inner circle facts jesus didn't wasn't out here doing stuff by himself he he chose the disciples to walk with him you right know what I'm yeah he had his brother he had facts. he had peter like he had the the three or four that knew him a little better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He so had, if he had jesus in a circle the son of god <laughs> come on speak to us prophetess had <laughs> had accountability partners yeah and thought like you said to even have that collective group of people he could have did this all solo facts because my god didn't need us okay he didn't need he, us he, he, cause but he's he all chose <laughs> to have 12 yeah he could have did three like mm-hmm. but no he chose 12 and i think that speaks to the the power of community facts and even how the first church started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A collective community of people who took care of each other, yep. were accountable. Meet each other needs. Yeah, yeah, man. Facts, facts. All right. So well, we got to get back to our roots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Let's leave it at that. At the word. <laughs> Go read Acts. Facts. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got the. You got to pull it up? Mm-hmm. Okay. The point in the. Uh, we're at the point in the episode the, the sermon <laughs> everybody stand up everybody, uh bite your head close your <laughs> but yeah y'all know we do a benediction if you're new here we do quote unquote a benediction at the end just to give you the opportunity to give your life to jesus christ and make him your lord and savior if you um haven't already done that so basically we'll read romans 10 9 real quick and that says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So, right now, if you've never um, just professed your faith and your belief in Jesus, this would be a great opportunity to do that. And say it out loud. And if you did it, welcome to the family. Uh, it's a great, great place to be in. If you need, not if you will need community if you are new to the faith. Uh, Facts. It don't matter what stage you're in in the faith. You're gonna always need community. So if you are new to the faith, definitely reach out to us. We want to hear from you. We have a website, How the Favorite Pack. Wow, I can't talk. How the Favorite Podcast dot com. There's a a um a page on there for contact us, and you can tell us you know your name and you can leave us a little message and say like hey i'm new to the faith you know so and if you're in the dallas area we'd be willing to hang out you know you can come to lit 
we'll find the church home. You know, we can we can we can figure it out. So y'all Facts. just um just tap in with us if you just on, on the Instagram. That. You can tap yeah, in you with can us. us on Instagram, all of that for sure. So definitely do it. Or if you follow our personal page and you know want to do it that way, cool, whatever. We just want to talk to you and get you closer to God. So hit us up, man. But all right, we moving on to the songs of the week. Mm, mm, mm. Songs of the week. Mm. Mm. Songs of the week. I thought that's how like uh it was giving big credit at the end. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, okay, okay. My yeah, my secular song. I know. No, no, no. I'm gonna start off with my Christian song. My Christian song for the week is by Doe Jones. And it's called When I Pray. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, if you don't know, Doe is. Uh, she was one of the one of the members of the. Dang, what was that group called? The Jones group. They sang that song. He wants it all today. He wants it all. That one. Um, but yeah, she was the daughter in that group. I never knew that was a family. Uh, but anywho. Yeah, she solo now, and she signed to Jonathan McReynolds' label. But that song is fire. And she just basically talk about, like, the power of prayer. And, like, when she pray, she know that the Lord hears her, basically. Got you, got you, got you. It's real. It's a real good song. And then my secular song is by James Vickery, and it's called All That I Am. And it's just, he just in love with a girl, basically. And he talking <laughs> about how uh, like he nothing without the girl. And it's stuff. an R and B record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's oh, definitely one fault. of those. I like, meant to say R and B cut. Cut. <laughs> 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 gotta use my A and R words. Facts. It's definitely one of those like wind down songs, like super chill vibe. So whether you like wind down at the end of the night or like if you just need some chill music playing in the house or whatever, it's one of those joints. Okay. It's okay, cool. Okay. All right, so for my my Christian bop, okay, it's not sung by Christian folk, but it's inspiring. Yes, it <laughs> is definitely is inspiring. It's low key. If I was getting married anytime soon, this would be a cut that be in the in the in the wedding in playlist. The wedding playlist, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by Eric Robinson. It's called Lessons. Now listen to who who, who featured on it. Okay. Anthony Hamilton. Oh, okay. Raheem Devon. Oh, wow. And then Kevin Ross. I'm not really familiar with Kevin Ross. Wait. Kevin Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, uh, I feel like I know who that is, but it's not clicking for me right now. But this this is a good record. This is like a this is for sure like a wedding like song. Like they really Okay. It's it's a beautiful song. And then my secular song is by uh, Tempest. It's called Lemon Pepper Wet. Mm-hmm. I randomly heard this on like one of the playlists mm-hmm. that I was listening to. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a bop. I like this. Yeah. So, you know, it's cool. It's a it's a little R&B cut. Nice little vibe to it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I okay, like it. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never heard of that one either. Okay. I just looked up Kevin Ross. I think I seen him on the Terrell show or something. Ah, uh, okay. I was okay. like, I know that name sounds familiar. Yeah. I felt like I 
had heard the name before, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really clicking. He held his own with uh with Anthony and Ryan. Anthony and Ryan. Cause that's that's some, come on. Hey, I missed the I missed young dude. Uh, okay, I have to figure. Let you know, I was just the the homeboy that sent me that record. I was telling him, I'm like, yo, I feel like like neo soul that genre is like fake, like fake dying. Mm. a little bit because kids mm-hmm. today listen to me now i'm old i feel like younger artists don't give us that classic neo soul right. type like they may give us the the soul you know like bryson tiller trap soul but like that <laughs> <laughs> that 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 classic neo soul like the jill scott yeah. hamilton music soul child it's not too many people doing yeah erica badu like we not getting those vibes right from these artists today right uh, and it's like what's going on do do i need to start singing <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna be uh, shoot that's what summer walker need to do she nah, needs to drop really. this act whatever <laughs> she doing with the trap beats and do the neo soul because if y'all ever listen to her actually sing yeah she has a neo soul voice. facts we got jasmine sullivan yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Okay, I ain't gonna say that's it because it's a few. It's a few people that it I've is. like found on like I Apple think Music playlist underground, but it's not like it's not. It's not at the forefront, and we need it. Correct. To, we need it to correct. Be. Correct. We need to bring correct, it back. Correct. correct. Hey, give, give come, on, back back line. Line. come on, what you Come on, come on. Hair wrap. Come on, come up to the front. <laughs> come on, turn come on. Uh, not neatly uh <laughs> cut beard. <laughs> Come on up, brother. <laughs> With the locks. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Acapella. No music. Just a guitar. Right. <laughs> That's what we want. We need the acoustic now. Come okay. on, man. Yeah, man. We need we need that for sure. I don't I be feeling like I be in my old like old soul bag when mm-hmm. I be listening to all that. But it's like it's calming and relaxing. Yes, and I don't want to listen to talking about nonsense. love and like qualities. Even if it's like a wild song talking about like sex capades or whatever <laughs> the music the neo soul artists can actually sing mm-hmm. they don't need music Facts. they just gonna sing literally acapella mm-hmm. because their voices are so dynamic like that yeah. but like now you got all these studio artists and it's like now i say well, they're in the forefront mm-hmm. there are artists who actually can sing yeah they're out there, but unfortunately, they're not in the forefront. Mm-hmm. They're That's not true. in the mix of mainstream. Right. You know, back in like early 2000s, mid 2000s, yeah, you had your, your TIs and all that stuff, but then you also had your Fantasias mm-hmm. that was still giving us Neo Soul. Yep. I remember the, uh, the Roots and all them was still on <laughs> 106 and Park, Tribe Called Quest. They were still remember. dropping music. Do you remember, like, it was this, the the music video channels, and it was, like, MTV Jams, and it was, like, a few of them, and they had, like, the Neo Soul one yes, or whatever. I now, used to love that one. Oh, no, nah, I used to turn it when I was young because I didn't appreciate ah, it then. Okay, okay, you know, okay. like, if it was a song I knew, because, you know, it was, a like, they had the you know what, you they right, had the you record, right, like, right. the mainstream records, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, singles, yeah, right. but it was also you a lot right. of stuff that you, like, you never right. heard. 
And I was too young to appreciate the ones that like. No, nah, you're right. Was it was a, it was a few that I would listen to, but in general, I do. I will agree that I didn't fully appreciate, but that's because it's grown. It's vocal grown music. music. You yeah, sh- we you just shouldn't didn't be able understand, to understand it. it. Right? <laughs> it's okay. You gonna <laughs> right. understand that later on in life. Mm-hmm. So, but now I'm all for it. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a small little tangent. Facts. <laughs> we really uh, was music history one on one. Well, right. we hope y'all enjoyed that. Uh, that was free right there. We didn't even plan that. We gave that one to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time to wrap it up. <laughs> well, we'll see y'all next week, man. Hope y'all enjoyed today. We definitely did. Now we Chick-fil-A facts. <laughs> All right. Peace.